Live from places unknown, it's the Fresher and Barland Show. I am Fresher. I am Barlands. And uh, this is the Fresher and Barlands Show. We have a live show every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Lifestyle show. Talk about current events. You can hit us up on the... Um, go, the YouTube chat thing or tweet at us at Fresh and <laughs> Cats all over the screen. But uh, also, note, it's annoying, I just updated my computer and my Minicams program stopped working, so I have this dumb Minicams icon thing over here. If you noticed, pointed out as dumb. I'm going to get rid of it. Wasn't working, so... That's my beef with this program for right now. Beef? But how are you doing? Where's the beef? Do you remember Wendy's? Where's the beef? Do you remember that? I do remember that, I think. It was like the old lady, and she would open up the thing and it'd be like, Where's the beef? <laughs> I don't remember it being an I don't remember it being an old lady. Yeah, it was like an old lady. Um So, uh yeah, things are things are going well. So uh the the missus was traveling last week, so I played a lot, a lot, a lot of Destinies 2. Destiny <laughs> That's 2. cool. Yeah, you got that, right? The game? Yeah, I picked it up. Um, I played... Uh, I'll give credit to one of my gamer buddies, uh, Drogsba, on, uh, <clears throat> on Saturday. I think he played probably like seven hours with me. Just like... That's, play- yeah. And playing through some of the old levels that like he already beat. That's cool. Um, oh, so you can play the co- uh, co-op story mode thing too, or yeah, you can play the sp- whole thing co-op story mode basically. So not the whole thing, because the so I don't know. Have you ever played like any of these? I don't know if they're called MMO or it's like a shooter RPG kind of game. No, I haven't. I don't think I have. So it's like you have a level, right? Uh, yeah. So there's the story mode, okay, and you could unlock things in the story mode. Um, you could join, there's public missions, but you could pretty much join any game at any point, like if you just choose to join join the games. So once you're, and so it's like open world, and then there's public missions that you could join, and then there's story modes, and there's just different missions around the whole, uh, the whole, all the, the essentially planets that you go to. It's, oh, made by, cool. it's made by Bungie, who made Halo. Yeah. Were any of the Halos like that or not? No, this is kind of like has a Halo-ish story. So, yeah, I heard that like the story is basically the same. Yeah, probably for me because I think you know, I'm assuming I'm the only one that talks about video games to you, but maybe not. Um, no, actually, yeah, probably people talk. I know video game people. Oh yeah, yeah. Who are your video game people? I mean, like Bryce, for instance, is pretty. He plays video games. He's over those ones though, but he used to play like Counter Strike and stuff. Okay. He's like a big Counter Striker. And Does he uh, still play video games now to this day. Yeah, but it's more like stuff like Terraria or like um, there's the other one that's um, it's like a dungeon runner game where like it's all procedurally generated, but it's like I don't know, it's more of those kinds or no online poker. No one's no man's land. No, oh, I mean yeah, I know that. Like I wanted to check that out. I mean all the things I wish that I could just spend seven hours playing a video game, but like 
I don't think that I would get into it enough. I feel like I used to just play the um, RTSs is all I would like really ever super got into. Got it. Yeah. So, well, this one's a shooter. Okay. So it has elements of like first person shooter. Then yeah. add in elements of like um, resource kind of management where you have to like get stuff to, you have to complete missions to get like loot. You know what I mean? Loot. Yeah. And then the loot is like random drops kind of stuff. So, I mean, to- I, I think I played, uh, I got a free account on World of Warcraft for a, like a second. So, like, it basically sounds exactly like that. Yeah, except it's a first person shooter and it's not like an RPG kind of thing. Oh, yeah. The raids are. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is different. <clears throat> it's a little different. And then, so you upgrade guns and stuff, you know, versus. Yeah. So the thing is, is that uh, they have a max. So, you know, when, when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you have level, you could level up your character, level one, level two, three, and that yeah. builds, builds your experience. So the max level. So my whole goal of the weekend is, was to reach max level 20, which is the highest level you could get. That's for, crazy. You can do that in one weekend. That seems like the game's too short. Yeah, but that's only the, that's really the begin game. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that just gets you to the point where you get to the max level. Because then after that, you have, like, weapon score or something. Oh, yeah. So I, learned, that... like, I played I played uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, that's a good game. And then, um, so that one was, like, level 40 was the top. But then, like, um, but then you, you could... prestige. Yeah, then you could do so prestige. You have, like, prestige one, and then, like, you'd go back to level one, and so you'd be, like, weak again, but then you'd have the higher prestige. And you, yeah. So it's not like that. So the thing is, is that you have to, like getting to level 20, like you still haven't unlocked most of the game. Yeah. Um, and then you, so you have to get your weapon score up to a certain point so you can start doing these other events. So essentially it's, you do events to get higher weapons, which opens up other events to get better weapons. So it's just like a, a, a escalation. You know what I mean? It just keeps going up and up and up until, yeah. until you like max out probably, I don't know, 300 is like, like my weapon score is like 213 or 216 or something. I yeah. think some of the higher levels require 260 to 90. Like, are you that. good at the um, at first person shooters? I would say I'm like uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being a professional. Yeah, I would put myself at like a six. That's pretty good. I feel but, like playing um, <clears throat> like Call of Duty. Uh, like it's fun and all, but I would be lucky if I got like four or five kills in like a round. So like, I feel it, like it'd be like most of the time I like wouldn't hit people. It's like you keep shooting and then it's like it's like I get the assists or something, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I I mean the thing is is that look, you as you get older you lose that twitch reflex. Like that's just yeah true. That there's like you can't like like get, you can't beat that. Like younger people are just faster. Um they also play more, they also know every little map or whatever. Yeah. So the thing is, is that like, I feel like I'm pretty good, but I'm not the best. But like, I feel like if I could get like, I could sometimes be even on kill death. You know what I mean? That's like, really good. I mean, I would be always be happy if I just even got some kills. Yeah. So that's how it was when I first started, because, you know, you're just not familiar with stuff. But then you just play more, you get better. Um, and I feel like Battlefield, which is the game I played, I have played the most that series. I feel like yeah. that's the most like difficult of the like the hardcore maybe i'm not that's not true it's it's the hardcore of the console 
because I know like you were talking about CSGO or whatever. That that's or you know, Counter Strike, that's way more hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's like that's what my friends in college did or whatever. I never really played that, but yeah. They would that would be playing that all the time. I used to work in the computer lab and that's like that's what like everyone would be doing. <laughs> yeah. I I'm also a big fan of playing the objective versus the kills. Oh yeah, I liked um the um my favorite in Black Ops is the uh the bases when you do the bases. Yeah, that's my favorite too. That's absolutely my favorite. Capture the flag. You, like, I feel like when you're just going around for like the kills, like it's too open. Like I don't know where anyone's gonna be. If you have the bases, at least like you know people will be protecting them or like or trying you have to take some them. Sort of ulterior thing, you know, like like there's like like flashpoints basically. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of that type of that. It's like capture the flag or conquest yeah. or whatever they call them. They have like different names for them. But anyway, Destiny Two. It's like the main storyline is uh, you're on Earth and you've achieved this like some alien thing has come down and granted you powers. And uh, so it's like like this like ultimately what's the word I'm looking for like beneficial like I forget like like good for humanity alien species. Um, yeah. And then another alien species comes down and tries to take it away. Yeah. So are you a human or are you like a non-human? You're or at this hu- point, is there like multi, multi-species alien of mixed stuff? So you're, you're, it's like you're human, but you're like sort of like modified a little bit. But you're a yeah. human. Because that thing that came down kind of like modified you or whatever. Um, but there's like maybe multiple alien races and they fight each other sometimes. So it's not Definitely. just you. Yeah. So there's multiple alien races. But I, what I really like about it, honestly, is that the, the, once you load into a map, like, so there's different planets, right? Yeah. Um, I think at the end, there's like maybe five planets that you could go and do missions on. Like yeah. you can load what you have a load time to get into the actual planet. But like once you get into the planet, there's other missions, or you could just go around and there'll be creatures there that you could go kill or whatever. Um, but the whole world is open to you, so you don't have to like. There's no loading time or anything. But if you start a mission, there may be like a 30 second load time. But you just yeah. play in the map generally that you were already on. It just like opens the the mission HUD. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for Wait, me, so it's while you're in a mission, does it kind of block out everyone else who's just roaming, or could you get killed by a rando just while you're doing a mission? So you, so in this game, there is no, you can't kill other players. Oh yeah, there's no, uh, like, P2P or whatever. Oh, I forgot there the name is, of that. There is PVP, like PVP, but that's a separate. That's called the Crucible in this game, which is just like, yeah. that's like a whole different zone. You know what I mean? It's just like a whole different planet that you would go to and just do deathmatch or whatever. So this game is a pretty expansive. So if like you were to just like buy one game and just be like, okay, I'm going to just buy a game and focus in on it. Like, I yeah. think this would be a good game to do because it just has a real breadth of different, uh, of different game modes and kind of like, uh, like what's the word grinding, you know, like grinding up kind of like level stuff. So um, overall, I think I would give it like an eight. Like That's I think pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, I think I think the graphics look really good. I imagine on the new Xbox, the new one, this the new big, the nice one. Yeah, like whatever, four K UHD or whatever the hell, HDR or whatever. I imagine it looks amazing. Do you think it has three D? I'm I'm not sure. Probably not. Um, Dumb. But uh, the thing is, I was like really playing it a lot, and then I saw I was like goofing around on my um, my Xbox, and I was like, wait a minute, I think that's like. I don't think that's a 360. I was like, is that an Xbox One game or something? 
And I was like, yeah. Wait, what? And I was like, no. And then I looked online, and it's it's true. Like the X, the OG Xbox games, like the you remember the big old G Xbox? Yeah, yeah. They're like I guess they released like twelve titles um, that you could like you could play on your Xbox One. And That's pretty cool. Like, backward compatible. So if you bought them online, yeah, um, you could uh, literally just download them again and they'll play it with a simulation on the on the device or if you have still the game disc you could put it in i know the game disc thing is pretty amazing i mean i think it's really cool they did the reverse compatibility thing like i, I wish playstation would do that like because uh, playstation 2 has like a lot of cool games like i don't think playstation 2 plays on playstation 3 or 4 anymore i don't even honestly it's like i don't even remember like i think i have a playstation 3 you know what I mean? I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, PlayStation so 2, I feel like, was like the main console that brought PlayStation into play. And like, three... that was like the Xbox original contender. Yeah. Well, then Xbox 360 beat out the PlayStation 3. It did, yeah. And then PlayStation 4 just destroyed the Xbox One. So It did? Yeah, just completely Is the PlayStation it. ecosystem, like, big again? It's pretty big, yeah. It's pretty big. Also, Luke... PlayStation, or I mean, 3D does not stink from the chats. Who 3D is cool, okay? Who, who says that? Luke. Which Luke? Uh, Lukey J. Wow, really? Lukey J? <laughs> Jeez, all right. <laughs> so Fusion Frenzy is one of the games. So what's crazy about these games, I guess when they were making these games for the OG Xbox, like they were actually high res. But the game, the actual machine couldn't actually output it because the TVs didn't really exist at the time. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, the, the technology didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I guess... Also, you, yeah, TVs, it was, HD was not a thing at that time. Well, it might have been, but just, like, very, like, like not a lot of people. And it probably... The OG Xbox probably didn't even have... Uh, probably the highest output it had was... Uh, maybe VGA or component uh, yeah. S video or something. I know. Um, but yeah, apparently they look, they like look better. That's the crazy that's, thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm just trying to find the list of the games. I know Fusion Frenzy is one. Where are the other ones? Man, I'll tell you what. The internet, when you need to look for something, the internet always screws you over. So let's see. So, Deadfall Adventures? I don't remember that. Or I think I remember that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, original Xbox were added. Here's a... Shoot. Well, great TV. Great, great uh, show. All right, here, Black. Oh, that game was good. Black, remember that game? Ninja Gaiden no. Black. That game was really good. Oh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Oh. Crimson Skies. Crimson Skies. Oh, that game is so good. Luke says, Luke, that was a Luke shout out again. Oh, I the Star Wars, Knights of the Old Public, Psychonauts, Sid Meier's Pirates, uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies, Dead to Rights, Blood Rain 2, and Black. Yeah, these are pretty good games. Um, Crimson Skies is great. I wonder if you could play that online. I wonder if it has, uh, like, Xbox. Oh, yeah, if it did a multiplayer. That would be impressive if they, like, ported over, like, the uh, Xbox Live stuff, which seems yeah. like they could do because I think the original Xbox still worked with Xbox Live. So I don't know if this is true, but I honestly think like it actually brings up the old 
Oh, the um, old punk? That would be pretty cool. They, I think they should do that if, if it doesn't. That would I be think, cool. I think it does. Uh, additionally, online multiplayer is unavailable because Xbox Live support for original Xbox game has been shut down. However, you can still play local multiplayer. So that's uh, not, that sucks. It would be awesome if you could still play that. You should get one. Are they like normal game price, like 40 bucks? Which one? The old games? Yeah. I think I still have my discs, dude. I could just oh, pop really? them in. Yeah. That's awesome. I have. I know for a fact that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic disc app is still in my house right now. <laughs> and Ninja Gaidon Black, and Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, and probably Crimson Skies, and probably Black. Frankly, I think I have like four or five of these games. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of cool. It's like you know, actual like, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking? Backward compatibility via software. Like yeah. I mean, like, you can get the emulators for everything anyways, so... And then that's kind of, like... I don't know why Wii never did that, and it seems like Wii U is, like, not doing it as much either. Well, didn't they do it? Like, well, first off... Wait, what's the new one? Switch. Switch. Um, Well, yeah, don't they have the... But I guess their thing also is that they use cartridges, so it's not really... I mean, since Xbox always used discs, it's kind of, like, you could still put the thing in. Well, did, doesn't Switch have the virtual console where you could download old NES games? Probably, but they didn't do all of them, I don't think. And then your licenses don't work. Oh, that's the thing. So here's the thing. Your licenses definitely don't work. So if you had the cartridge or whatever, you could not actually play it on your Switch. Yeah, Whereas I see here, that's the difference. It's a massive difference, and you're absolutely should, correct. Like, have an adapter or something that you can... I don't know. I don't know. What did I hear that you could... Did I hear recently there's an adapter that you could play Game Boy cartridges on your phone now? Oh, yeah. I did. I saw that. That is, I saw that that could work. How does it connect? Through, like, the like the USB-C? I think it just, yeah, connects through your USB port. That's that's. But it's crazy. not. it's not, like, legal. It's just basically ripping the game onto your thing so you can play it. Oh, so it's not actually playing the cartridge as is. It's actually like taking. A... I mean, I guess it could be, but it, there wouldn't be much. It'd be. I guess it's the same difference. I guess one though. I feel like you're one is not uh, like you're not making a copy of the game. One is you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. So, um, I got my new phone. That's exciting. What phone did you get? I got the Pixel XL two. Ooh. And um, so I, I did kind of want it, but there's a bunch of stuff, you know, people are talking about downfalls. So I do see a little bit of the angle stuff, you know, with the blue. You should take it out of the case and flaunt it. I guess, but then people see my phone, I guess. I don't know. But what I love about this is that my battery lasts more than 10 minutes. Which I know. Is like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Your old one didn't. So here's, yeah, here it is. You can see the. Um, the, I, you, you were right. It's really thin, by the way. It's the screen yeah, it is, is. I would say the screen is about um, maybe a centimeter longer than my six P. Yeah, I guess. And it has the the rounded edges. It has very little bezel. And the re- I bet the only reason why they have the bezel is because of the camera and the speakers. Is yeah, I think so too. But uh, the speakers are cool. Like I wish mine had better speakers. Yeah, this, I'll tell you. I was I was I was I've been watching Iron Fist. We could talk about yeah. that in a moment on Netflix. And um, I was watching it on the the device here, and uh, I was it was I was actually pretty impressed with the sound, like how well it sounded to me without any headphones in, just like playing it. Um, 
I I still like I do really like the fingerprint on the back versus the front, and I know like iPhone. I kind of like it on the front. I mean, I wish it could have both, but because when I have the phone on the table, and then like I just want to like press it like without picking it up, it's kind of annoying. You can't do that. Well, you could just do voice activated uh, turn on. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. I mean, I just want to like. Like if if you're just at a restaurant and you want to like sit with your hands like on your face and your phone's there and you can just like swipe it on the table or whatever. Sit with your hands on your face. Yeah, like this, like with your hands, just like this, and then just be looking down at your phone, swiping while it's on the table, not holding it. I guess, but you could just slide up and put your password in. Yeah, but then you have to put the password. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can. It's not like you're you're stuck. It's just like I want to use a fingerprint in that one. Well, I mean, to be fair, the iPhone is just doing facial recognition, so you could just buy that. I thought only the iPhone X does that. Well, then that, that's the one that doesn't have the face, that doesn't have the print on the front anymore. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I like it. We'll see if I get burning. If I get burning, I'm just going to return it. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I got burning. I need a new one. I know, yeah. So, I, I'm actually not that worried about it. Um, and I actually, as I flipped over here, like, I don't yeah. know if you can see this. There's a news story. Google responds to Pixel XL screen burn-in and color concerns with upcoming software update. And, oh, yeah, they're going to turn the maximum brightness down, I heard. And also, they're extending the warranty to two years. That is cool. Oh, they're going to lower the brightness? Why would they do that? I would rather the brightness being like higher. No, I mean, they lower the brightness so it doesn't have burn-in. But like, I already feel like it's not bright enough to begin with. That's what really? actually... Have, you have that, the brightness at max? I have the brightness at max. Oh, and you don't think that's bright enough? No, I don't think it's bright enough. It was I'm... bright enough that like I couldn't even see it while you were holding it up. It's just, like, oh, I mean, well, here, let's see. If I lower the brightness, could you actually read it? I bet you not. See? You can't even read it that way. That's low oh, yeah. brightness. I always leave my brightness at below half. Uh, I like mine. Is, I like it so when I'm looking at it, my eyeballs get burning. <laughs> that's like, how you I can, like it. You can see mine fine when I hold it up. Yeah, I think it's like it just has to do with the light, I guess. Maybe I don't know. Maybe OLD look. Look at that. That is weird. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. But that's your uh, that's your side, whatever you know. Yeah. Um. I'll, it's I. First off, I mean I'm biased because I always buy a Google phone. I bought this is my third one in yeah. six years, so um, I generally skip a generation. I feel bad because I probably missed out. I feel like Pixel was probably had a better successful um I think uh, it was less successful by sales metrics. They said they got more pre-orders for this one than the original. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So, um I'm I like I said, I I think the the screen if it becomes a problem, I'll deal with it. I, I think mean, it's still going to be cool. I'm excited about like I think it's cool that they're um they're not just doing all like the gimmicky stuff. They're doing more like software updates and all like, you know, the assistant AI things. And like on that note, it's cool that they went in the teardowns. They found that they had a whole nother camera processor that they didn't even talk about in their presentation. So they have extra hardware in there that like they haven't even started to use yet. And it, like it's going to have the potential to do a whole bunch of stuff. So from what I understand, when I listened to the Verge cast was that they, they deliberately didn't talk about it because it's going to be their It's like their AR thing. That's what yeah. it, a lot of the stuff is going to be the AR, which is awesome. Um, secondly, the camera on this thing, I'll be honest, it's pretty dope. 
Um, yeah. The what I it's like this technology that I I can't even believe it's still crazy. Like they call it like mic. I don't even know how they call it, like micro pixel stuff. Oh yeah, the micro pixels. Yeah. Where it's like every like pixel is actually two pixels, and it takes like seven or eight like shots, and it doesn't need to care. You know how most cameras when they need to do um, you know like the the focus stuff like uh, portrait mode yeah. or whatever. Like it doesn't even need two cameras. It just it just literally splits the the pixels and like it has the micro pixels. So it, yeah, it's like having multiple cameras, but then they're in the same camera basically. Yeah, and then they take seven or eight, and it just it puts it all together. At this point, and I think we've talked about this before. I don't want to like like uh, there's no need to buy a point and shoot camera. I don't point. think so either. I, think I mean, I feel like that it's like unless you're going to get a DSLR that's like way over. Like even prosumer doesn't make too much sense. Yeah. It's, Unless you're going some some specific feature, well, I, like I maybe say, like telephoto zoom or that's something. That's what I'm just gonna say. I think telephoto. But I still think that you could put one of those zoom lenses on your phone for like thirty bucks, and I think it would be pretty much the same. I'm gonna put a zoom photo lens on your damn phone for thirty bucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm pretty excited about it. And first off, like I use it all day, all day, fresher, all day. Yeah. And, um, I'm at 51%. It's like amazing battery life for me. Yeah, that's really, that's, that is really good. And I was, you know, eight, I, you know, I was starting to use it at 8 a.m. and it's now 9, 27 yeah. p.m. I so. think that they charge really fast too because my phone charges really fast. It's, so here's the thing. I haven't done a full like sit down, measure it and see how fast it charges because I just plugged it in last night and fell asleep. Yeah. Um, but I will say when it came, um, it was at like 70% charge or something. Yeah. And um, I had to do a bunch of data switching because you plug in one phone to the other or whatever. And um, it, I think it got down to like maybe 65 or, and I brought it upstairs and plugged it in and I just like ran a mile or whatever or something on my treadmill or whatever, not my elliptical. And I think yeah. I, I was like at 85% and I think I had only been 15 minutes. So that's remarkably fast, but I don't I know. know. Yeah. I think Bench- that they charge really fast, but the benchmarking, I'm not sure. So, um, so like I was saying, I, I've been enough of this technology phone stuff, but folks, yeah, I know people, I, I, I handed this to someone at uh, work today. I think you were there and he picked it up. He's like, I don't like it. They like handed it back to me. (laughs) I think that the bat it does feel kind of weird because it's supposedly like aluminum, but it has a weird coating on it. It makes it more grippy, but I think it does kind of feel more plasticky. Like it's not the I don't think it's the best feeling. Yeah, well, I immediately threw mine in one of these like douchey like full cases with like a like a front cover because I'm tired of I I break stuff so much that yeah I need maximum protection at this point in my life so. Um, but anyway, as I was saying earlier, I started watching Iron Fist. You know anything about the show Iron Fist? I don't. What is like? What's t- give me the lowdown? Okay, so it's a Marvel show. It's in the universe with like all of the other characters. It's on Netflix, and universally, I think this show's been panned. I think people hate it. Really? Huh? Yeah. Um, I've been loving it. I've been really enjoying it. I've been totally enjoying it. <laughs> um, and uh, I here t- full disclosure, I've not finished watching all of the seasons of um, um, Daredevil or Jessica Jones. I have finished, I think, all of um, Luke Cage, but I may have not finished it because he kills off the main bad guy, like episode 10, spoiler alert, or episode 8. Or oh, something. really? Yeah, like, that, like, just defeats him. And then there's, like, 
three or four more episodes left. And I'm like, that was the whole point of this. Like, what? I don't even want to watch this anymore. That was the best part of the show. Um, but this show, it's like, it started a little slow, but he's a, he's some, he's a guy. He's a like class. Has there ever been a superhero that hasn't been rich? Generally, they're always rich. Anyway. Um, he's a, yeah. he's a I'm young, sure there has, but I don't know who they are. Yeah, Peter Parker is one example. So. Oh yeah, that's right. So, um, he's a rich son of a, like a person who owns this corporation called Rand Corporation. And it's yeah. kind of like a Stark Industries, if you will. And, um, and they, uh, they're on a plane and the plane crashes, his parents die, but then some monks find, find him. Yeah. And, uh, I want to say it's Kunden or something like that is the name of the, this mystical world. And he trains to be a martial artist and, um, he becomes the iron fist, which huh. is just like a, he could center his chi and make his fist glow and it becomes invincible and he could like punch through walls and all sorts of stuff. So, so that's the only superpower. Yeah, um, well, they revealed that he could use it to heal as well. Um, but that was also the hand who are evil that showed him to do that. So that might be a negative, like that might, there might be consequences to that versus like him just using it to punch. Huh? Um, but he's the sworn enemy of the hand protector of Kundin or something like that. So yeah. he comes, he finds his way back to after like whatever, 15 or 20 years, finds his way back to uh, New York city to, yeah. you know, see his people or whatever. I don't. Ex- and so, um, and that's 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 the plot of the show. People have to he has to b- make people believe that he's actually the person. And you know, there's some false. Why know, do they have to think that he's the person? Can't because they just, thought he like, was dead, and there was no DNA. To, oh, like, you mean they didn't that, that he's actually him? You mean? Yeah, exactly. And um, and then he finds himself in trouble with the hand and what's you know all that stuff. How does the hand get to New York? So apparently, the hand's been there all the time. And I guess I didn't really watch Daredevil season two or season one or but I'm pretty sure like the hand is like involved in those in that season, at least at oh. the, the second season. So I, I, they, what I do know is that, so they released, um, so I think it went uh, daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one, Luke Cage season one, or if not, then daredevil season two, then um, iron fist. And then they released a show called the defenders, which just came out like maybe a six, six months ago. I'm going to guess. And that's yeah. and that's all of those characters all as a team. So it's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke is, Cage. Uh, Daredevil blind? He is blind. Oh, that's yeah. a blind one. I never saw any of that show. I just remember that. So that show has some ridiculously good fighting scenes. Like some of the best I've ever seen. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you're interested in like martial arts kind of like... And it's like not just martial arts, but just like just good fighting scenes. Um, you should check it out because it's it's not what's the word i'm looking for you know like well choreographed asian martial arts movies where it's like everything's yeah, like, like kung fu movies and stuff yeah so it's not like that but it's more gritty and like kind of like like dirty and not as like i don't know what the word is it's not like smooth and it's just like very raw it's a very raw film. yeah um and then of course like you know jessica jones and and luke cage they're just like you know given super strength or whatever and so like they don't need I thought like, jessica jones was too dark i didn't like the um the uh bad guy or whatever like no. I, I basically i think i stopped watching when he walked in on that family and made the kids go in the closet and then like 
made the kids like pee themselves because he just left them in the closet because he didn't want to deal with them. Yeah, he is by far the best, or if you want to say evil, most evil. Like, yeah, I mean, that's just messed up that he like just uses people like that. And like, yeah, I don't, that's too much for me. Well, I mean, I think he, I think personally, that's one of the best um, arch nemesis or evil characters of any of the, of any of the uh, Marvel universe, honestly. I think, really? Yeah, he's really, he's, and he's also a really good actor. He was Doctor Who. Did you watch Doctor Who? Oh really? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. But... He was like a Doctor Who for like three seasons or something. It's too dark. I don't. I mean, it's too close to just like a real evil person having like a super powerful superpower. <laughs> I know that's what makes them good. That's what makes them good because I feel like a lot of times it's just like very um, contrived or just like you know, like Magneto. I feel like Magneto could literally just rip the Earth apart. But he yeah, just, I like, know. You know what I mean? And he's just like he's like, but he's not an evil person. Uh, He's just trying to do the best for, you know... Yeah, I mean, himself. he has, like... That's why I think that's better. It's because he's not evil. It's just, like, you can have things where it's, like, they can be friends because they can work together against something because they're both, like, idealists just for different things. But, uh, like, this guy's just straight-up evil. I mean, like, he has, like, no regard for anything. Yeah, he's, like, a sociopath, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's way worse. I don't yeah. think that's, like, a fun thing to do. Like, how... That's, like... Well, that's why that's you the, really don't like him. And that's why, like, you really want him to go down. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the, he doesn't have any motive. Well, he's just an asshole. Yeah, that's not a motive. That's not as cool. I feel yeah. like that's not a good enemy. Like, you should be going towards something. Yeah, so did you see the parts? I So, like I said, I haven't finished it. But, like, he effectively uses Jessica Jones for, like, evil. Yeah, because that's, like, that was the other part of it. Because he was in the abusive relationship where he was like controlling her to do all the things for him. And yeah. like, so it was, it's still like that whole messed up thing too. And then, so she's getting away from that, but she, if she gets close enough, then he can control her again. And so then like, she kind of can block it, but yeah, yeah, that's, that stuff's super messed up too. Yeah. I agree. That's what makes it very intriguing to me. Cause I, the th- I think the things you found uncomfortable about it, which by the way, are, I think you're supposed to, uh, yeah, uncomfortable. I think is what makes that show a little bit more interesting than other other shows out there because it's it's it is like true evil. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. true evil. Um. Uh. But anyway, there's a show, and I haven't watched it called The Defenders, which is where all four of these characters get together. Um. Yeah. You know, you have all of Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna fight, honestly. But I don't even. I don't think I'm gonna even watch. I, honestly, I don't even think I'm gonna watch any of the other episodes. I'm just gonna watch the Defenders. And if I have to go <laughs> back, I'll go back. Um, like you don't need to build it. Do you think the Defenders will be good though? Have you seen it? I haven't. No, I haven't. I'm finishing watching Iron Fist. I feel like I've gotten so close to the end. I'm. I've like one. Oh yeah, yeah. You should just finish it. So do you think they'll continue all the individual series, or they're only gonna have the Defenders now? That's a great question. I'm not sure because also Disney like severed sort of severed ties with uh netflix because they're going to start their own streaming service oh yeah that's right they did have their own streaming service already i think i don't if it's i don't think it's exactly there because i think they have like existing contracts with netflix for the time being um until like 2019 or something like that i could be wrong Hmm. on those dates so i don't think they're gonna be able to get any of that other stuff moved over to um the disney or that i mean the thing is is that that's what makes Disney interesting because I don't need to watch Moana or whatever the you know like the you know all the like Pixar and Disney movies like that's not interesting to me at all 
Yeah. I don't have a kid, and I'm, I don't need to watch I mean, the, the one, uh, the Hawaii one was really good, though. Which one is that? Is that, I don't, that's not Mauna, that's... Uh, I think it is Mauna. Is that that one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I'm sure it's great, but it's not, I'm not going to buy a service for that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, not to buy a service for it, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I really like Star Trek, and we've talked about it before, but Star I... Star Wars, though. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. So what? Like, I can just Star Wars stuff. Yeah, but it's I. It's assuming I still have the pay cable that I have. It, it'll eventually it finds its way to Stars before you know what I mean. So like, I'll be able to watch it there because they have an exclusive agreement there. Oh, really? Star Wars has a Stars agreement. I think it's stars, yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. The, the pay cable. So like, and also I'm going to see it in the theater. And if I really need to see it, I could rent it or, you know, just buy a dig- rent the digital copy of it. You know, well, I mean, I, I'm not so much like the Star Wars movies, just like maybe they'll have a whole bunch of extra Star Wars stuff that you can only see on the Disney thing because they uh, have the brand, you know, that, I mean, don't give them ideas. I'm going to delete that. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, that's what CBS said with Star Star Wars. Like, I'm a Star Trek. Trek, excuse me. Yeah, and by the way, people have been saying like, oh man, that show's great, but I ain't, I ain't paying for that. I don't care. I know, but I feel like the Disney one would work. Maybe. If, see, for... yeah, I mean, the other one, like Star Trek, I feel like is not enough of a draw. I mean, if you had Star Wars and Marvel, like that's enough for like most people. Those two brands. Yeah, I agree. And plus then all the Pixar and the Disney movies, like yeah. there's a value problem. They have a pretty strong like value proposition as they say yeah um especially if they have exclusive stuff for like new things that aren't available not just the movies like uh, some sort of new animated star wars show or something yeah yeah there's there's thousands of things keep it on that superhero tilt have you watched the gifted i have not i don't think i've seen any shows recently i pretty much just watched the colbert rapport oh and i watched some of the new modern family uh episodes (sighs) i really like modern family i feel like it's like only got better it's only gotten better okay i really like it so the gifted is like the next it's on fox it's the new x universe tv show yeah and it honestly i don't exactly know where this fits in any of the timelines i feel like i watched out of canon well that's the thing is that i'm not sure what is or is not canon anymore so i'm just like i just watch it and they didn't really like oh what uh todd says no eye patch i forgot because as i was saying earlier in the episode i have uh, i updated my computer and i have the dumb mini cam like i had to reinstall and it's not working right so let me see if i can do it but continue oh, eye patch, I, thought, I, did forget. I, I totally noticed that and i thought that was just you couldn't get it working and i just no i like forgot and like it was like last minute updates and trying to get this to work let me see if i can turn Oof, it on you're gonna get some eyelashes for that Oof, i know Oh boy! Two eyelashes. Um. So, uh, oh yeah, so it's in the X universe. It's not like they did like a scroll or anything. I don't think they did on episode one, but it just comes apparent that like the X Men have disbanded. They give hints at it, like the X Men have disbanded, and mutants are like uh, being hunted by the Sentinel services. And if they harm anyone, they get put away into prison and stuff. And and uh, so now it's like this: these two kids are, and their parents are normal, and they're trying to protect their kids. And now they're finding the mutant underground, and like that's the plot of the show now. It's these two people awakening to the fact that that uh, these mutants shouldn't be persecuted. They're no different than anyone else. They just happen to have superpowers. It's like a thinly veiled, like classic X Men, like 
they're different um and we should treat them correctly you know and i treat them right like they're no yeah yeah, yeah. bullshit speaking of being different and being treated right yes did you see about the uh robot in uh, the robot ai in saudi arabia that they just gave citizenship to i so i saw the thing and i've and people are freaking out about this i know i mean i think it's it's like it's basically a PR stunt, but it is like kind of like a thing that it is the first time a robot has ever been given citizenship like in any country. Like no matter how like just a thing it is, like that they actually did it is kind of crazy, you know what I mean? But here so did you see the um I don't know if you saw this but like people were saying is it possible that the robot has actually more rights in Saudi Arabia than a woman does? No, it's not only possible, it's definitely the case. Okay. <laughs> because like they were saying that it's like really messed up that Saudi Arabia gave this uh, artificial, I mean, this robot like citizenship when they said that they have a bunch of human rights things where workers will come and like be there and they won't get the citizenship, like not even only women, but also this robot being a woman, a self-identified woman, doesn't matter that robots can't be women because that brought up too like well it's there is not an actually woman because it's a robot it doesn't have a sex but the creator made her specifically to be a woman and also she self-identifies as a woman but she doesn't have to follow the rules in saudi arabia which are the laws ridiculous that you have to you have to be have a man handler with you all the time like a guardian like which has to be a close family member or your husband like you can't go out in public without that okay and you also have to wear the headscarf and like all of the whatever they're called stuff. And like, um, and she's not following those two rules. And like, well, I guess maybe she'd have a handler. I don't know, but no, not, not at all times. But any, anyways, yeah, she definitely has more rights than a woman in Saudi Arabia, which is I ridiculous. Don't even, I don't know what to make of that. I don't yeah. Know what to make I mean, that. like the, that it's in Saudi Arabia is really weird. Like because of the whole rights thing, and then they would decide to do that to for artificial intelligence. But still, just the fact that it happened, I think, is is a separate thing, and like pretty crazy. It's it's pretty crazy. Agreed. I I don't. Did you, speaking of um, crazy, would you if you ordered from Amazon, would you install a lock on your house to let them drop the stuff off? Uh, I don't think that I would with the uh, Amazon key. Yeah, Amazon key. So why don't you, I, why maybe you could explain it? Because I, I didn't fully, is it something you have to buy from them? And then they, how so, does it yeah, work? The Amazon key is Amazon's new service. And they're trying to get into a new industry here is the, is the idea. So it's a um, digital lock, which they already exist. So it's a digital lock. That's This one is just branded Amazon. And it hooks into an Amazon cloud service. And so then uh, Amazon gives you the lock and they have a camera and um, then like Amazon, like whatever it's called, certified or whatever providers, including delivery people or cleaning services or like um, dog walkers. Yeah. Dog walkers or like stuff like that. They'll go to your house and then the camera will recognize them. And I think that I don't know if they have real people do it or what, but then Amazon will grant them access to your house through the Amazon lock. And so it's just like delegating access to your house to Amazon for services that they're selling, including like delivering packages. 
I don't so like, for instance, like the, uh, some other service was talking about um, stocking your fridge. So just like doing like things at your house, like people do it at businesses already where they'll have like, you know, someone come in and do the thing and it's trusted because it's like, basically, I guess Amazon, I don't know how the legality of it would go for like the trustability of the contractors, but some, some of it would have to go on Amazon for like liability. Because they're uh, like, checking. I feel like if they're gonna if they're gonna like do the checking, then I think I I might have trusted. I know. I think that's that's what they're getting at. That's why they're making it be a standard for their lock. So they have this Amazon key standard that is like the lock managed by them. But I don't know how much liability they're willing to like have for that. But it's kind of like security system, except for that for like services that Amazon like is okay with or whatever. Hmm. So that's I think that's what it is. But uh, it is an interesting thing. Also we got some uh we got some comments from Ty also. There's some there's some chit chat on the uh the YouTube channel that's about train stations. Train the stations. FP train. <laughs> we got all we got all the good stops coming up, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned for the the in route movie, which is us. Toot toot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know why you wouldn't just download us and listen to us on a plane or a train. I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't do that either because you should. So um, I was reading, you know, I was going to talk about the Amazon second headquarters thing, but whatever. That's a second headquarters thing. The one thing I thought was funny about the second headquarters thing was the plane flying around that was from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Was like, was I know. Like, I was really surprised we saw that. Like, like working downtown Seattle, there was totally just one of those banner planes flying around that says, it's not, it's not you, it's us, Amazon. And it was from like uh, Little Rock or something. Yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. So like cities are just buying advertising in Seattle to try to get Amazon to like move their second headquarters there. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. So um, but, it is uh, crazy how much frenzy they created. I mean, it was a weird announcement, but I mean... I guess it was a pretty good like bargaining move because they, they didn't even like they don't have to do anything and people are just like it's like being a lottery winner and like you know yeah and I think, people just come to you and I think they said two hundred and fifty some cities sent in proposals for that yeah. thing. I thought yeah. it was interesting. Puerto Rico did too. Yeah, speaking of Puerto Rico, you see that 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 um, the scandal about the contractor from yeah, the, it's like the two man electrical company from Montana, which was like the head of the um, yeah. department of something's like hometown. That's tiny. Yeah. yeah. The department of interior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Two people. They've never had that. Like, I guess two, you know, I was thinking I, I made like a joke on Facebook and I was like, but I couldn't actually make the joke because I didn't know what the joke was, but I was yeah. like, it's Montana. It's a power company. So clearly this is, has some, there's like, there's a white power joke in there somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah. But I could not find it. I couldn't find it. So I was just like, I just wrote, there's definitely a white power joke here, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's ridiculous. I would be, I'd be infuriated, not just because of, if I was Puerto Rico, but just for, I, know. The- I mean, this is the whole thing is ridiculous. There's still I no mean, power. It really sucks that they like, aren't getting enough of like the things that they need. And like just the comparison is dumb because it's in Florida and Texas too, but I feel like they're doing better. Yeah, I know. I know it's, 
And then you wonder why... Because, like, they're not considered part of the United States somehow, even though they are. They're not a state. They don't have senators. They don't have a House of Representatives or whatever. Yeah, it's like, basically, they don't have to worry about the voting stuff, because it's all about the, the only the swing states that can vote anyone cares about. I know, it's so dumb. Whatever. I don't want to... I can't get... Don't get me started dumb. on that bullshit. Um... So this one, I actually found this story that I saw today, which I was like, oh, that is interesting. But I was like, first off, I was like, duh. But then I was like, oh, wait, that's actually useful information. I should t- I should bring this up on the show. So you know, look, those car thermometers that are on your car? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, we always know that they run hot, right? I, like, I mean, I guess. I mean, so I didn't realize this. So uh, let me see if I could get the, the actual word right, the, the, the verbiage, if you will. If you're looking for an activity of the temperature outside, pay no attention to your car's thermometer. On a warm summer day, it usually displays the temperature significantly higher than the actual temperature, which is like, yeah, duh. One time I saw my car was like 113 degrees. I mean, it was hot out, but it wasn't 113 degrees hot. Yeah. Um, for starters, your car does not actually have it a built-in thermometer. First off, like what, like at this point in time, like how cheap would it be to put in a thermometer? Like, I don't know why cars don't have actual thermometers. I mean, I but it says here, sure, this says number 97 is right there in your dashboard, but the reading comes from a thermistor, yeah. not a thermometer. Yeah. Um, so what I found was interesting is like it totally inflates heat. So this is the thing I always like. I always think about, oh, ho, but I always think about like the cold temperatures as being accurate. Yeah. Which is actually incorrect. So if you're worried about black ice and actual ice on the road, usually you need like 32 degrees or lower, right? At freezing. Yeah, and the, like I like on my parents' Prius, it makes a little snowflake when it gets that low, so you know that it's dangerous. Right, but what I never really put two and two together in my brain until I start thinking about this is that it's still going to be hotter when it's cold. Yeah. So if, when you're looking at 34, 35, 36, it's very possible that it's actually below 32 outside because it's inflating heat just because it's in the engine area. So, like, yeah. you have to be weary. So, like, I never thought of that in my life. So, like, folks, when you're driving and you see 34, 35, 36, 37, even up to 38, even maybe like that, like, yeah. you could be on, it could be, the road could be frozen underneath you because it's actually increases your temperature pretty significantly because there is no true thermometer. Useful tip, I thought. That is, yeah, that is useful. I never thought, you know, the thing is, it's, like, so obvious. And people are probably, like, on the chats right now, duh, parlance. But I just never, I just never thought that. Anyway. Yeah, Ty says, such a trusting guy. I am a trusting guy. It's one of my biggest, <laughs> it's actually one of my biggest flaws. <laughs> I trust too much. You're just, you're just too good. You're just too good of a guy. So you remember last week we were talking about depressed fish? Oh, yeah. I remember the depressed fish. Well, guess what? I just saw another fish story and I was like, Ooh, we got to talk about stories. this. Yeah. Apparently, scientists were giving fish marijuana to see if they were relaxing. How, I mean, so how did they do that? Did they just put THC in the water or what? Well, apparently they did a test where they put eels on cocaine. <laughs> just jumping right into it. First we're, first we're on fish on marijuana and then jumping eels on cocaine. There should be something in the middle there. No, eels, in the middle that there. was a previous test. Eels on cocaine. <laughs> no, this is literally what says in the caption of the video. Much like eels on cocaine, Nile t- <laughs> tilapia marijuana. I feel like you should like start all comparisons with that. <laughs> Much like eels on cocaine, the antelope run through the wild. <laughs> um, it's uh, it was like to see if there was if they were relaxing. Um, 
and let's see, there was a reason what they were trying to do, but uh, what does tilapia have to be stressed about? It's not like it has a mortgage, deadlines, or a Twitter feed full of Trump news. But first off, this is the worst article ever. I, uh, <laughs> but life can be tough for a fish in a barrel. Tilapia is farmed ex- intensively and in a bid to maximize the amount of product fish farmers can bring to market. Some fish pens have become incredibly congested. Okay, this sounds disgusting. And I'm looking at the fish, like the bins that they're in. It yeah. is disgusting. It's It looks like... Um, like, oh my, I don't even, like rice. It looks like rice in a bowl, except they're fish. What? Yeah, that is very, very full. Okay, do you see it? Do you see what I'm looking at? So, for starters, fish-fed THC-laden edibles didn't seem to be surviving. Oh, THC-laced edibles for fish. (laughs) Didn't see that one coming. I thought it was going to be in the water. There's going to be, like, smoke in the water. (laughs) Something. Smoke in the water. I know, I know. I saw that one coming. All right, sorry. Um, uh, but uh, they didn't seem to be serving any better than on a controlled diet, um, which the researchers took to be the drugs were not helping the fish deal with the stress of pen life. It's possible, however, that the fish simply built up a tolerance after receiving the same amount of THC every day for two straight weeks. And apparently, <laughs> apparently, researchers well, how did they judge whether they oh, were stressed or not. Though I don't know. Well, I don't know. As we learned last week, we know when they're depressed from um, their face. You know, they go to the corner. Remember, they don't stay oh, up high. Yeah. yeah, but when you're in the giant tub thing, like wait, hold on. I up. feel like they're not going to go to the corner because, like, they're like, sweet. I have a whole like fish tank to myself now. Wait, hold on. They buried the lead in here. This is there's in just in parentheses. This deserves a whole story. Researchers saw similar habit, habituation in Siamese fighting fish back in 1971. They fed marijuana to Siamese fighting fish in 1970. Yeah, way better. Like that sounds test. way better as a test. Okay. Um. So researchers found that feeding fish pot oil does does give their metabolism a boost. Huh. Interesting. And what they said is the regular marijuana, recreational marijuana will recognize this phenomenon as, quote, the munchies. Ooh. But they were not given extra food to make up for the metallic in, uh, increase. So they used what food they got for energy rather than building blocks for growth. Um, so essentially they didn't get as big. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it says um, they don't – this is this is the worst article ever. But I just find it funny that fish are being used to test stuff. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's like a very close test. No, not like at all. Monkeys. Not at all, but I am clicking this link for the Siamese uh, fighting fish. Effects of marijuana compounds on the fighting behavior of Siamese fighting fish. Uh, let's, see if I, let's see if I could get the abstract here. The effects of marijuana extract uh, and tetrahydrocannabinol on a spontaneous aggressive behavior of male adult Siamese fighting fish were studied. The drugs were song, strong suppressors of the aggressive behavior. However, mm-hmm. after eight to 10 exposures, the fishes developed tolerance of the drugs and um, no, modifica- not, no more modification of behavior for the fish. Hmm. So apparently you could get a Siamese fighting fish high f- uh, for eight to ten days, and it'll just become real chill. That's a well, Siamese... What if we try to fight it? Then you think? I, I don't know. I'd just be like, whatever. Probably lose. Yeah. Yeah. Just. I guess. It's a good question. What if you put one regular <laughs> Siamese fighter fish against a stone fighter fish? I have a strong suspicion the regular fighting fish would be like. You know what they should do? They should what? put fighter fish on cocaine. 
Yeah, I know. Like, they need is... to just try all drugs on them, on fish. <laughs> fish on drugs. Oh, that would be a really good live cam. Would fish... that be illegal? No. I mean, no. I mean, marijuana probably because they're... Oh, yeah, because it's just legal to have it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think you should be giving... I don't think you could put do eel cocaine tests. <laughs> and then have a live webcam? I'm, I'm, the, the eel cocaine thing is amazing. That's also amazing. I don't... This is like fish, man. They're getting the raw. They're getting, they're getting a, a raw. I don't know. They're getting the a raw deal. Raw deal. Thank you. <laughs> Which is funny because I do actually prefer to eat my fish raw. I know. Yeah, it was it was a double double up there. So I don't know if you saw. I don't, did you see this story about the the Google sentiment bot? I did, and it says that it was just as biased as people. <laughs> it's like I love how they try to like um, every time someone creates an ai to like you know like the microsoft twitter bot i know and then it just ends up being like spewing out a bunch of like racist stuff or something because that's what it learned (laughs) (laughs) so this is the sentiment bot which i think is actually interesting it has like an api which will analyze text so whatever yeah just think of it as like for the layman out there who may not know what an api is just like you could shoot at a bunch of text and it'll spit back um like a sentiment rating and think of it as like, Ooh, this is really like, this is like not neg- like, um, what's it like positive or negative. Right. And yeah. so like, if it says like, you know, screw you asshole, that's negative. Or I, you know, you just make me want to give you a big hug. Like that's positive kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it was on a scale of negative one to one, which by the way, that's a weird scale also. Yeah, that is weird. So is that, mean, I mean, like- I guess it's left out because when you generate a random number on a computer or whatever, it's from zero to one. Well, I'm thinking negative one is negative, zero is neutral, and one is positive. Yeah, so then if if you just have it be like a point value in between there, that actually kind of makes sense. So um, so anyway, it has a scale of negative one to one, and uh, the, the AI was found to label sentences about religious and ethnic minorities as negative, indicating it's inherently biased. It labeled both being Jew, a Jew, and being a homosexual as negatives, for example. Um, Google has vowed to fix the problem in response to Mother. So, Google's... how did it? What did it learn off of though? Did they talk about that? Um, it says it was reading books, movie reviews, and news articles. AIs likely learned to be biased against certain groups because it was fed biased data. Issues such as these are at the core of AI and machine learning research. Yeah, I mean that's that's why that uh, we talked about last week that AlphaGo Zero. Yeah. where it trained itself to play the game. That's yeah. the kind of thing that's going to be... Because that's wouldn't be biased because it's not reliant on human input. It's like, but it, well, that doesn't work for this other kind of thing because it's yeah. like literally doing things with human input. You can't learn about yeah. those things without human input because that's like what you have. Yeah, It's, it's like, okay, Google... Uh, all right, Google Sentiment Bot. Um, here's 4chan. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I wonder if there'll ever be a forum for just AIs to talk to each other, just like a public how, forum. Yeah. How, uh, so I was just thinking of that, like just the internet as a whole for like, um, uh, what's that called? Like not being neutral, but being like, you know, like a, a source to learn from that you think would be acceptable. Like the only thing I can think of is Wikipedia. I feel like if you, if you made it only go from things on Wikipedia, it still would be not that it wouldn't be biased, but like that seems like the safest like avenue you could make it go that wouldn't just go one direction or the other. 
yeah, maybe because it does. It would it be able to analyze the changes that people put in over time? Ooh, that's a good point. And yeah, you have it check all versions. Yeah. That's even better because it has a historic thing of all changes. And so it would know whether something was, uh, yeah, that's actually the best way to do it. That's a good idea. Well, thank you. I have. <laughs> right, that Google. seems like, a, like something that Wikipedia would do just as a, an organization. It would be useful for them to have something scan all of their history. Yeah, the Wikibot. Wikibot. Yeah, the Wikibot. You just ask. It's like a new new AI. What, what would you say? Hello, Wiki. Would that be the... What would you say? What do you think what its name would be? Would it be Petey? Oh. No, I think it would be Wiki. Wiki? Hello, Wiki. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been going at this an hour. I don't even feel like we talked about anything. I know. I think we did hit all of our topics, though, the good ones. Well, no, the last one is like everyone has to go search and look at the video of the dog peeing in France. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... During the interview. Yeah. I, I still didn't see it. Maybe I'll uh, check that out too. Maybe that'll be our cover picture. It definitely should be our cover. The picture is amazing. I'm going to watch it right now. Uh, while you while uh, you talk about our fabulous um, podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll watch the for video. For those of you who didn't know, we are part of a larger podcast network called soon to be named network.com although we are a youtube show technically <laughs> we have a supplementary podcast that you can check out at rss.freshmanparlance.com put that in your your readers or uh just check us out on um any of the any of the places like uh you know stitcher itunes google music or on youtube like your Hopefully, doing now or later <laughs> on uh, YouTube.com, Fresh and Par, or Fresh and Par. Tweet at us at Fresh and Par, <laughs> and uh, check out our other great, or not ours, but the other great podcasts on SoonToBeNetwork.com. I don't remember the names of them now. So um, I'm watching the video as you were doing that. By the way, excellent job. It's like subtitled because it's French, and yeah. then and then the subtitle it's, it's the subtitle at the bottom says "Sound of." Macron's dog urinating. As a matter of fact, oh, they they put the sound subtitle. Was it square yeah. brackets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got... Let's put the subtitle also in our. Um, <laughs> that'll be in the screenshot. It's really funny. It's it's definitely yeah. Well, let's see if we could get that. We could see if we could get that. Uh, anyway, cool. All right, folks. Uh, really appreciate you spending your time with us. We know uh, it's a hot, com- it's a hard commodity to to steal from people because we have such a limited amount of it this time and your attention. So we really appreciate it. Um, if you want to check out other episodes, uh, you could go to the YouTube, which you already said, and be sure to like us on the Facebook and the YouTube because then. You oh can yeah, I didn't episodes. say that. So this is Parlance saying "Sayonara, muchachos," and Fresher saying, "Oh, also, this is episode one forty. Woo!" Oh, I know. Seventh score. Yeah, seventh score. But on that note, later, taters. Oof.